Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers Shrinking Season 1 Recap. I'm Kurt, joined with my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Kurt, I'm double fisting tonight. I've got raspberry lime seltzer in one hand and toasted coconut seltzer in the other. Well, I've actually got, and I don't commonly drink soda, but I've got a Coke. Classic Coke. Okay. If you want to comment on my drink as well. <laughs> I don't. Okay. But, well, I... We're, we're at the end I, of the streaking season, Mr. Sal. Yes. By the way, when I say seltzer, it's just it actually is just seltzer. It's not hard it's seltzer. Not an alcohol. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now that is the presumption now. Someone says seltzer. Yeah, I <laughs> so know. It's a hard seltzer. And this is this is not like a spiked Coke. It's just a regular Coke. And it's also the drink. It's not like the drug. <laughs> <laughs> Specify. Yeah, we got to be specific here. But we finished up the shrinking season one. and. I know. Well, you loved it. I liked oh, it a boy, lot. Did I? I don't think I loved it as much as you did. But you, I mean, I'm looking at your ratings here. You've, I got one nine. Everything else is a ten. <laughs> I have a little. I have a lot of ten. I have five tens. Some nines. One eight. You know, I, I really, I really contemplated just making that a ten. I then I listened to our coverage of it, and I was like, no, I think I'm legit. It was, it was a legitimate. It guy. deserves. Yeah, it deserves who yeah. it is. Mm, well, yeah. we can we can chat about that. So. For this recap episode, what we have slated is we're going to chat about those 10 episodes, right? Where they rank for us. Briefly, we're not going to do the timer format because there's kind of a lot going on now in the recaps. We have best title, worst title, uh, notable moments such as funniest, most jaw-dropping, most emotional, and quotes that will stick with us. And then we have our character superlatives, goodest, baddest, most character growth, biggest turn on a character most interesting character, and most entertaining character. And then, after all said and done, for a lot of the series now, we've been taking character quizzes to end off the podcast. It's not really <laughs> a character quiz for Shrinking that we could find, but I found a trivia one that has the answers with it, and I will pose them to Mr. Sal to truly show if he has watched the series. And he's not just giving these tens for no reason. This is to show basic competency as to whether or not he has seen the series. Think of it as a quiz, Mr. Sal. You're a teacher. You give students quizzes. It's time for me to quiz you. Yeah, and you, you just told homework? me about this today, so it's not like it I had is. time to prepare. No, no, no. Pop quiz. <laughs> Pop, Pop quiz. quiz, but they tell you at the very beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Pop a quiz that you can't prepare for, exactly. So, mm-hmm. well, Michelle, let's get into our ratings by starting off with number... Number 10. My... 10th ranked episode is Apology Tour, episode 7. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Where was that for you, Mr. Sal? Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a 10 out of 10, first of all. But, but, <laughs> it's clear 10 out of 10. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, a lot of those. But, it, yeah, it, <laughs> yes, here we are. Yeah, I'm such a, I'm, I'm like a, a, the the word for this in sports, uh, sports broadcasting is a homer. I'm such a homer. So in, in sports casting, like if you're watching a Yankees game and, and the announcers are like clearly gushing, like over. gushing over the Yankees and just like have no love for the other team or like they get excited when the Yankees do well, like that, that's, that's a homer. Uh, so I'm such a homer for, I'm a Mark if, if you prefer wrestling terms, which so is like, uh, maybe it's not a wrestling term. It's it's, it's a, like a a con artist term, right? I, I'm the mark. Like it's I'm the target for this. Anyway, um, 
But Apology Tour is my number eight rated episode. So it's we're not too far off here, but I did give it a 10 out of 10. You gave it a 9 out of 10, or an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Inexplicable. That is, 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 okay. Yeah, we're not far off in where we put the episode, but my God, 8 out of 10. What is wrong with you, man? Compared to the rest, I mean, you gave it a 10 out of 10. The biggest reason why is it just felt a lot more flat. We're coming off of imposter syndrome, and we'll later talk about boop for me, which I like that a lot more than this episode as well. It just kind of feels like a divot in the middle, and it's just... It felt a lot more flat. Like I just liked Paul's storyline in this episode, and the rest was kind of. More Paul's storyline was great. I thought that um, yeah. th- that Gabby and Jimmy kind of t- talking about the sex that they had, whether it was awkward in the beginning or like more mutual at the end. I thought that that, that was great. I, this is it was it was all right. I mean, I I I I don't want to call it great. I thought it was funny and fine, but I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about it. I thought it got a lot funnier and better next episode. But it was just kind of like a, yeah, I mean, it's a response oh, I expected. Oh, man. I, and the Paul, you know, Paul and Meg, I thought was really emotional, too. So I, anyway, I, I did. I mean, that 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 I thought was clearing away the best part of the. Uh, and by the way, episode. listeners, we, we should probably mention that when we say Paul and Meg, it, it, this is when Meg comes to visit and uh, and she's trying to she invites her father to, to stay with to come move out to connecticut he says he doesn't want to and he gets he gets frozen when she walks out and he can't chase her down follow her he can't like make his case he's just frozen so uh, like, i i thought that was really really very emotional and the, and the rest of the episode was extremely funny like, like gabby was hysterical whether she was talking to jimmy about doing it the night before or was it the night before? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, or they, or she was talking to Alice about the <laughs> the guy that she had sex with. Remember yeah, her dad's friend. Mr. Posley was Mr. Mr. Posley hot? No. But he meant a lot to my dad. <laughs> like, no, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 compared to the other episodes, I wasn't as besides Paul's storyline, not too much emotional attachment. I was also kind of getting sick of I'd commented at the time sick about the Alice Sean thing. I'm like, all right, this clearly isn't going to be like a pivotal point for the story. They've gone past the, the brunt of it. I don't really care about it that much anymore now. But I want to okay, which is the ending of it. Yeah, it was it was the ending of it. And and it lasted like one scene in episode five. You know, the the big climax of it was episode six. And then episode seven they were coming down from it. I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, when you when you put it that way, but I like it more in my way. So how about this? I'll stop talking about it if you make it a nine instead of an eight. No, that's not going to happen. I don't negotiate. Uh, I don't like that. Else. I don't like it. Well, I'm right. say, maybe maybe we'll have more agreement when we move on to number nine. Maybe we'll find more common ground here. I maybe, doubt maybe, it. <laughs> maybe we'll find a lot more common ground. My ninth ranked episode. <laughs> for the season is you know what actually no, You're no, wrong. I that, no i was, I was <laughs> thinking about falling on my number eight but now i don't it's it a coin flip it doesn't matter it's, it's too low either way but go ahead talk about what do you want to say my penultimate episode coin flip i gave it a nine out of ten and it's a good pilot i enjoyed it but it, it's still compared to the rest of the episodes more surface level we're really only hearing from jimmy and a bit of Sean, right? We see some of his patients. We get introduced to them. But when when you compare it 
to all the much more depth that are in every other episode, I, I, I can't see putting the pilot much higher than this. Mm. So I'm interested as to how it's so high for you. So please tell the listeners mm. where it is for you. Mm. <laughs> Coin flip episode one was my number two rated episode of the season. <laughs> and it stayed there for quite a while. Well, yeah. It was number one so, for a while. It was number, it was number one for a very long time, but uh, there's just, there was something about that episode that was, it was just, so exciting it was it was the montages but it was so exciting to me because it was like oh my god i have been longing for this series and i could never put my finger on what it was and it's like they they got it they it's like jason siegel came to my house and said what what would you like to see in a series all right okay you want us to incorporate uh, arcade fires uh, unconditional one lookout kit okay all right all right we can do that we can do that oh you like montages okay we can do that you want to laugh until it hurts and cry? Okay, we got you. And you, you oh, you want me to be in it? Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll be in it. Sounds good. I, it was it was everything. It was just that level of excitement was really hard to capture. So after that, so the equivalent would be if you like went to a restaurant and the chef came by and said, "Listen, I already know exactly what you want. Here you go," and handed it right to you. Is that? Is that is that how is that why I guess you, as high? you weren't I mean, expecting I, to just walk into the restaurant and get the exactly what meal. I wanted? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I guess I guess that's I guess that's kind of it. I, I think a lot of why I love this episode uh, is because I mean I, I don't think it's any secret. Like I have a giant man crush on Jason Segel. <laughs> uh, I more so more than that. I feel like we're like the same person. <laughs> uh and i i just i connect with them so much and in this episode this is the one that most prominently features him so i, I don't think it's any surprise that i love this episode so much and i connect with it so much because it's just right. it's really all him now it i is. love the other characters i i really love the other characters and i, and I think that the show is i'm certain better because they developed other characters mm-hmm. But this is what I wanted and what I needed, and I got it. Uh, I, I will say, I will say, just in general, the the I was so blown away in this episode by the music of the episode. There were so many I great needle that. drops, <laughs> so many, uh, and there were great needle drops throughout the series. But I mean, it was like in, never ending. It was like one after another after another in this episode and i really really loved it uh the the music of this series is something that i, I really connected with uh, i made a, a, a i downloaded a bunch of the songs that i really love from the series and i made a playlist uh of of them and like the the proportion of the songs that are from the first episode is staggering so the playlist i made has 17 songs Mm-hmm. five of them are from the first episode oh yeah that, that's almost <laughs> like a third i know so so th- i think that has a lot to do with it um i really enjoyed the dynamic between jimmy and sean uh, and while we always got some of that throughout the rest of the season you're right we never right. more than this mm-hmm. episode you're um, definitely right this is the most jimmy centric episode i even remember us talking mm-hmm. about almost I don't know if I was the only one concerned or if we both were, but I was I was concerned it would just be a Jimmy only series and if they could really 
write it off like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the entire which they didn't, which is great. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely Jimmy centric. And I, I would agree that we never see the the heights of Sean and Jimmy's relationship as we do in this episode. Right. So I, those are all my reasons for loving it so much. I, I think it's just like I know it's new, like we, we just watched it, but there's a nostalgia value to that pilot that I I can't capture that emotion again. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, that's that's completely subjective. It is not the best episode of the series. No, it's the second best, according to you. According to me, you know, it's my second <laughs> favorite. So anyway, but there's a difference between my favorite and what I think is the best, and and I don't think it's the, you know, even the second best episode of the season. But it's, it's my second favorite. That's fine. I I, I get what you're saying. All yeah. right. Well, in that case, Mr. Sal, let's move on to. Number eight. My eighth ranked episode for this season is Fortress of Solitude, episode two. A bit more about Paul. Uh, I I liked it more than the first episode, but again, I feel like it doesn't get as deep as the later episodes, and that's why it's here. I think we get a little more than episode one, but you might disagree with that notion. So I'm I'm interested to see what a uh, yeah, I you know for a long time that that was my only other number nine of the season or not number nine my only other nine out of ten episode of the season but I changed it to a ten. I don't think it's deeper than the first episode. I I, I don't think I, I don't think it's as strong. Maybe it's because it follows the first episode. I'm not sure. But what I do I changed it to a ten. It's now my number eight episode of the season. So we're not very far off on this one, but. No, it's, I'm sorry. It's my number nine. It's your number eight. My, my number eight, nine. Your nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're not very far off. But what I, the reason that I get, I ended up giving this a ten, and why I love it as much as I do, and I actually moved it up to number eight. It was number nine. Um, no, I didn't. I mean, you moved it from ten to I, nine, or <laughs> no? I, I well, no. Right. All right. Okay. I, I, I don't know what I'm saying right now. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so forget about that. The reason that I I moved it from a 9 to a 10 uh, is because of the the concept that Jimmy brings up with Brian of you wouldn't let let me be miserable. I needed to hit rock bottom and you wouldn't let me. It's, you know, how hard it is to to be around someone who constantly says everything goes my way when your wife just died. So... I connected very well with that because I, I do feel similarly when I'm miserable, I need people to let me be miserable and not try to, you know, be human Zoloft. Like Brian says, <laughs> that that's the biggest tipping point as to why I ranked this higher than the pilot was it had mm-hmm. that very, like a spoiler, spoiler alert for later segment. I almost picked that as my quote was the idea of the <laughs> rock bottom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it would have been reasonable if you did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think it's better than the pilot. I mean, you you really like the pilot, but I I, I think it it plays on from the pilot. But now we're get, we're going to see a bit more of the characters. We're meeting Brian. We get to see more about Paul. It's Fortress of Solitude. We haven't really learned too much about Gabby as much yet. Mm-hmm. But we do see that Paul and that. Alice do have these sessions here too. Yep, yep. We see them at the park bench for the first mm-hmm. time here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is where we see Jimmy trying to get more. And more involved into his patients' lives. So I think we see him with a lot of patients in this episode. He's talking with all all sorts of them, which I I, I always love that. I I believe so. I think he uh, I think they I show him this... in multiple sessions in episode two. 
Huh. Okay. Uh, well, like, I don't I think the montage in episode one. Yeah, I guess I don't remember that. But anyway, um, this is also the episode where um, I, I think it's a lot of a lot of work done to develop Liz's character in this episode too, which is great. Um, it's the it's the episode where Gabby goes to confront Liz about you know kind of maybe backing off of Alice a little bit. See, that was episode two. Yeah, I think that's what I've got. Yeah. Oh man, jeez, went along quickly. <laughs> they were friends. I forgot that they were enemies. I think it was episode two. I'll, I'll double I check. I don't think it no? was episode two because I, episode one they weren't beefing, and then they. Hmm, I don't think it's episode. Yeah, two. Is, is yeah. Well, well, this yeah, because this is um, this is the episode with Taco Tuesday, right? It is. Which is okay. I mean, that's another. But that's not Maybe. that's not how um the basket it is comes up yeah 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 oh, you're asked. right no you're right because yeah Alice asked the kids beforehand you're right right yes 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 yeah so yeah so Gabby and Liz have their confrontation yes. and, and you're right uh, I, I yeah yeah okay good phew thank you for not gaslighting me <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was like is it this episode yes no, you're 100 right yes because that's, okay. that's why Gabby goes over there so it has to so. Be. It's a really that's so early in the season. I know, right? (laughs) I thought they were enemies for a lot longer. They're, I I mean, they they kind of were enemies for episode two, and then they make up in episode three. Uh, they do, I think, or maybe it was that maybe it was four, but it was either three or four. But yeah, so and you know, the the thing about the dinner thing to me was that I so this is this is kind of a I don't know, maybe I'm a bad parent for this, but I'm gonna tell you a, a little story so, um. My youngest son, who's eight, he and I love listening to the music from Shrinking together. Okay, so, but I, I, I've told him, of course, you know, you can't watch this show. He's like, when can I watch this show? I love this music. <laughs> so I was like, you, you, you got to wait until you're like in high school, buddy. Okay. And he's like, all right, well, can you tell me what's happening in the show? when this song is playing and so we have all those songs all 17 of the songs that i have on my playlist and you know we listen to them and i tell him what's happening in the show um and (laughs) when we got to uh 17 which is the the name of the song that's playing at at, during i think it's 17 Uh, anyway um anyway he he asked me what was happening and and i told him about how you know, Alice was supposed to have dinner with her neighbor, Liz, and, you know, she tells Liz, you know what, I'm going to have dinner with my uh, with my dad tonight. And uh, Liz is, is really sad about it. And then she goes to have dinner with her dad, and her dad is going to go play pickleball with his best friend who he hasn't seen in a year. And she, you know, wants to she, – she, she wants him to have dinner with her, but she tells him to go play pickleball. Um, and then they both end up kind of sad because they both want to have dinner with each other and they're not having dinner together. And like my youngest son just started crying (laughs) (laughs) and it was so cute and so adorable. And Oh my God. So like, this is really emotional to me. Um, just this whole end of this episode is very emotional. Anyway. Very good. Yeah. And I, I definitely think the whole ending part with Brian, Jimmy and Jimmy and Alice, uh, kind of that that tragic tale between the two. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it is a tragic episode. Yeah. Uh, along with Liz, I think this episode is better than the first one. By yeah, enough. 
It probably is better. It's just not more favorite. Just not your. <laughs> That'll be it. I can't fight that then. <laughs> well, let's move on. Yep. To number seven. My seventh ranked episode for this season is 15 minutes. The third episode, so I've gone one, two, three. The line. <laughs> I gave it a nine out of ten. And what a concept, first and foremost, a 15 mm-hmm. minutes one. I, I remember going into the episode. I'm wondering, all yeah. right, look out for 15 minutes here. Got to figure yeah. out what that is. Sometimes, you yeah. know, you, you got to keep your eye out for it. In this case, not that much you have to keep an eye out for. It's pretty well <laughs> pretty, explained. Pretty heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty well explained. So where where is it on your list, Mr. Sam? Just one notch higher than you. It's a number six rated episode. And it's a it's also a ten out of ten. Imagine that. All of mine are ten out of ten. I'm gonna stop saying that at this point. That's but, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 great. It's it's so good. Uh I love this concept. I haven't tried it yet. I, I really should try it because I'm I'm a guy who likes to really wallow in things for a while. Like I I really like to, you know, kind of bask in it and then come out of it um i <laughs> i used to have this giant monster playlist on my computer that i called delicious melancholy and that, that was like those those songs would be songs that i would listen to and just you know kind of sit in it that that those are the songs i would use so i i do need to try this sometime when i'm feeling down um but this is a it's a great concept it's a great idea I, I thought that the the use of the Phoebe Bridgers song uh, both for Alice and for Jimmy was really great especially when he's biking and crying crying and that was pretty awesome. funny yeah that, um, that and that aside the 15 mm-hmm. minute stuff aside I, I consider the, this episode the rise of Gabby yes this is, definitely. This is where we get Gabby's no longer as much of a side character she's in the main fold we learn about Nico and Yep, we just hear about Gabby and her whole divorce thing going on, and even her divorce party. And yeah, so I that, this leaves a good taste in my mouth because I do like Gabby as a character, and this was I totally agree. Yeah, the the divorce party was great, and especially retrospectively knowing that Gabby and Jimmy are going to hook up later, mm-hmm. the yeah. divorce party <laughs> kind of hits a little different. But I do have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth for this episode because this is where my streak broke on who said it. So maybe it would be higher if not for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. I mean, if you're salty apples about that stuff, yeah, which are tasty. Apple. Salty apples. <laughs> who says <Salted>. that? <laughs> I made it up. Okay, it's like shoe hammer. Okay. <laughs> You're always shoe hammering your own little euphemisms in there. Well, this is also the episode where Jimmy lets Sean stay with them, and eventually mm-hmm. Paul figures out about it, and they have their a bit of a falling out. Right. 1.0. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> First of more than one falling out between the two. Yes. <laughs> so, it's good. It's good. Yep. Well, in that case, well, well, let's move right on forward. Number six. My sixth ranked episode for the season is episode nine. I gave it a nine out of ten. Moving forward, the penultimate episode. Sal, where did you put this one? You should you should be jailed, man. I, well, I, I should be jailed. Well, this is this is ridiculous. That this is my favorite episode of the season. <laughs> I I can't believe you didn't even give it a ten. I, I, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, your your top two episodes. I gave both nines. That's unbelievable. I really this is this is like approaching Last of Us territory where we both love the series, but for apparently completely different reasons. Oh, I, but, I guess. Well, I mean, episode <laughs> one 
it's wound you, but why why yeah. is moving forward so high? Look, I forward. I think it's it's the scene that made me laugh the hardest and the most. Or not the scene. It's the episode that made me laugh the hardest and the most. And the scene that or I said it again. The episode that made me cry the hardest and the most. So, so I'm not sure how anything was ever gonna beat this. I mean there there were three scenes where I cried and two scenes where I, I needed a, a break. I had to pause just to catch my breath because I was laughing so hard. You see, I I think my biggest biggest criticism on the episode is I think there are funny parts. I think there are sad parts. Totally agree with you there. Is when compared to the last episode before this, which is kind of spoilers for the, the later ranking, is I think this is a inferior version of that episode in almost every way. I think the funnier parts in the episode prior are better. I think the sadder parts are better. Oh my so, god! Uh, I, do you think the sadder parts in the previous episode are better than this? Yeah, I, I don't think there was anything that really would have made me cry in, in that episode, but. All right. Well, that's fair. But but this one this one had first of all, it had what are some of the sad stuff here? The well, there there are three. Mm-hmm. The, I'll do them in the order they appear in the episode. The first was the scrapbook where he gets to the end and he says, "That's all we get," and that is just soul crushing. Mm-hmm. The second is when um, Paul. Uh, Think we think that he's going to see or going to receive his award, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't. He's not going to receive his award. He goes and he sits next to his daughter at his grandson's musical. Something even better than a reward. My God, I mean, first of all, never saw it coming. Second of all, maybe I should have, but second of all, once it saw, once I figured out what it was, it was it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And then third. Jimmy is taught uh, is uh, talking uh, comes in for no wait a minute oh yeah this is the one yeah birthday uh, where the, yeah the the listening party Jimmy takes off his wedding ring Alice comes in uh, now remember in the previous episode he grounded her the, you know the last thing we heard Alice say in the previous episode was I effing hate you and now she's listening to music at the foot of his bed while he kind of basks in it and is loving it and she realizes that she forgot her mom's birthday and she's crushed by this i mean those to me are, are three of the most emotional moments of the season and they're all in the same episode and then as far as the, the humor goes i don't think there's very i think there might be one thing in the whole season funnier than when gabby walks in on paul and julie and maybe two things funnier than uh, when Jimmy is practicing his speech with Brian and Liz. So, uh, so funny and so emotional. I, I, I definitely actually agree. There's a lot of emotional stuff here. I disagree on the funnier parts that you're mentioning. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think, I, I think, yeah, I mean, that's more subjective. The the, mm-hmm. the Gabby stuff is a, like Gabby walking in on a Paul and Julie is hilarious. I don't know if I'd mm-hmm. call it top two. There's one funnier. Okay. Well, That'll be my funniest funnier. moment of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but that is really funny. The The speech one I don't think is that funny. The Him crying every time he, he tries to do the speeches. Well, not him. It's not him that's funny. It's, it's it Liz and Brian. Brian the, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, blaming Liz. For it. <laughs> Brian says, my father already asked Julie. me if all gay men kiss at the end or if some bump fists. Well, I mean, when he said that. And I, th- that line is kind of stuck in my head because I just think. <laughs> 
that is just such a, a hilarious and accurate representation of what it's what it must be like to have a, a parent who is having trouble accepting who you are. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely very frustrating, <laughs> and it is funny though. Oh god! Anyway, so I I just adore this episode, and that, so and that this, is the best my... humor. He's got a little bit of realism to it. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, this is this is my favorite episode. I I it's perfect. It's so, like it could not be better as far as I'm concerned. Well, we're halfway through my list, so we'll get to more perfect <laughs> episodes in the second half here. That's unbelievable! <laughs> and I'm not going to knock any of them. Well, I am going to knock one of them, but oh, well, well, <laughs> maybe we'll chat about that one. Okay. Number five, my fifth ranked episode. My first ten is episode <laughs> five. Woof. <laughs> okay. And I, my notes here is that I was going to give it a solid nine. Right. I enjoyed the episode mm -hmm. nine like the rest. I seen up until eh, wait no i'd already given out a 10 at this point i was gonna give it a nine but the last two scenes really sealed the deal for me which is uh brian and gabby's scene uh where he's finally kind of admitting why everything always goes his way mm -hmm. uh, trauma induced av avoidance and yep. we see paul sean and jimmy in the boathouse when sean's going to try to leave soon and paul kind of talks him off of it and you know and that's a reconciliation for Jimmy and Paul, too. It is. It is. Yeah. Yes, 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 because they had gone into their breakup or their not talking to each other phase. Except but about anything other. Season. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I I, I totally agree. It's a great episode. I, I really, I, everything's great. But but All this right. one is my only nine. It's my least favorite <laughs> episode of the season. And it's only because of the lack of Jimmy, honestly. Like, it, it, oh yeah, I forgot. Just, that's what you. That's, <laughs> that's that, that, and that's, it was. And that's, I loved the mix of the characters. This is a oh, absolutely. I thought the great mix of the characters was. I I think this episode stalwart makes the season better. I, I really do. It's your favorite list, by the way. You 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 going this ep this episode? Great episode. My least favorite. I, I mean, I gave everything else a ten. What do you want me to do? I know. I know. It's just. <laughs> But this was critical for the season. This is this is as critical as I'm going to get to the series. But you know, the only the only knock is that is that Jimmy's not prevalent enough in the episode. But it's not. It, it I think it needed to be here. I think this is a necessary episode. I think it helps the entire season. I think that it without this episode, the season wouldn't be as good. Mm -hmm. well, but it's I, just well, my I least agree. favorite one because there's not as much Jimmy. All right. Well, I. I guess I can't fault you for that if you're looking yeah. for the Jimmy show. <laughs> I mean, I like, the, I love the other characters. I want the other characters, but uh, this one, I'm not mean, as Jimmy much as Jimmy. Really took, not as much as Jimmy. Because <laughs> uh, he's me. I can't love anybody more than myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, well, I guess let's move on on that note. <laughs> Number four. My fourth episode for the season is the finale. Gave it a 10 out of 10 closure. Now, I, I you'll mention where it is on your list, but I think I know where our disparity lies. I think we would rank it very similarly. Yep. However, yep. the very ending scene is where I think yep. we both take a, is where we, is where we take our turns. From. That's it. I think we could both give it around the five, six area, but I see that ending scene that excites me. That <laughs> elevates it up to a four out of yeah. the fourth of the season. 
you see yeah. that? Where is it for you, Mr. Sal? Uh, that is my number seven rated episode <laughs> of the season. Still a ten out of ten, but yeah, that's it. I mean, I I love I love this episode I, so th- much. This is as I put it when we covered it. It is a slow crescendo, right? It, it is just mm-hmm. it gets better and better and better, and it ends so well. Like that yep. speech at the end by Jimmy is great. And the montage, the montage the is wonderful. And the, and the Seeing the patience. patience, yep, it's great closure. Yeah, I mean, I honestly. I did not think we'd see the, any of those patients again in the in the season. Like at that point, I was like, "Oh, we're, we got five minutes left in the episode. We're not going to see any of his patients anymore." And so I was really, I really appreciated them showing us I just really a glimpse of that. each of them. So mm-hmm. it was great, uh, such a great finale. I love it, but the end does just kind of make me nervous because then I start having these dreaded thoughts about things that I don't want to see in the next season. <laughs> I anyway. love the end. I love it. I, I would have probably given it a nine had there not been that end. Really? I would have been. I probably. I mean, yeah. I, I I mentioned it that there might have been too much closure and closure, but you brought up other questions like oh, this whole Gabby, um, Gabby and Jimmy thing. That's thing. a that's a big deal. You know, that, yeah. How's that going to go? The Sean, Liz yeah. starting the business. Yep. So, whatever. But now there's, I I like it. You don't like the last scene as much. There you go. That's our yeah. biggest differences on that episode. That's it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, number three, my third ranked episode of the season, Potatoes, episode four, straight ten out of ten. Loved this. This is <laughs> this is the episode that really, really sold me on shrinking. I saw this. I was like, man, this is a this is a great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I I do love potatoes. A ten out of ten, of course, but but I only have it rated as my number five, so that's a little lower than you. Not too much. Well, it's probably because of those first and second place episodes. That's why this got dinked down. So if you got rid of those off your top, this would be in the proper spot. It'd be number three. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I would never. I would never get rid of episode nine off off the top that, <laughs> that is like as close to a perfect episode of television as i've seen so no i'm not that one doesn't move that coin flip that i could i could see some flex there because maybe the maybe the shine will wear off of that over time but i don't think that i don't think so i think the nostalgia value of it is just gonna hold up like crazy but what, what i like about this episode so much is there's just so much trauma among so many characters all dealing with it all at once like again mm-hmm. paul dealing with brian which i loved that tie-in as his estate it's really good really and, good you know his daughter's situation we're learning more about that because at this point we don't really know too much i'd even theorized that paul's daughter had died or something i know <laughs> you know we we didn't know really what the situation was or as to why she's estranged from him but we learned more of that here jimmy's still struggling with his personal life and his patience uh and with liz in his life all right mm-hmm. and this is where mm-hmm. he has this big breakdown Oh, he gets mad like me. (laughs) He gets angry when he learns more about Alice's love life. And this starts what I said. This is the funny part, right? This starts the interesting storyline as to, oh, you know, Alice and Sean, maybe. Right. (laughs) So actually, starts episode four, actually. So four, five, six, and then seven is when it finally concludes. So yeah, that is. Too oh yeah, long. see, I f- I forgot about that in Wolf because there's just too much other stuff going on in Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> not, not enough Jimmy. <laughs> enough Jimmy. This is when I was yeah. really enthusiastic for that as a storyline. <laughs> yeah, and that was a that's also a big reason as to why 
it lands up here for me. So I don't know. I think that's uh, a comment for the episode. Well, just, just I, I totally agree. I, to me, like the the Jimmy on the balcony yelling, it just it reminds me of so much of me that I just, I, I do love that. But I really, really love Liz in this episode. Liz, like, goes, it goes, this is where Gabby and Liz start sparking up a friendship right because after jimmy berates her from the balcony gabby overhears it and goes to talk to liz and they get drunk together and they have a good time so so this is the start of that friendship but i did love that friendship i'll I'll give it a honorable mention that uh connor Connor (laughs) jimmy in this episode is quite funny really very funny (laughs) very funny (laughs) it's honorable mention to that okay i did not putting that as my uh, funniest stuff okay that is funny that aside though number two my second ranked episode is imposter syndrome sixth episode of the season 10 out of 10 this is one that i've changed after the fact at the time i was gonna say i remember I gave it a nine i just yeah. listened to that podcast and it was like <laughs> i can't believe kirk gave this episode a nine like i was shocked when i heard it and then uh, now i see on your list it's number two <laughs> two and a ten <laughs> i i was wrong it should not have been a nine it is good for you ten um i see why it's highly ranked for you which it is yeah it is my number three your third ranked episode yeah. uh, it's a very jimmy centric episode mm-hmm. <laughs> which is one of the reasons why i gave it a nine was because it was so jimmy centric and i wanted to see more of the other characters <laughs> but it was it, it was a good jimmy centric episode oh it's so got, good oh we still got a bit of headway with gabby paul brian and alice like there's, there's so uh, and sean fun. yeah oh and yeah. sean yep put on sean so it's, it's it's great it's hysterical as well like yep. during the party Yep. The no guy is hilarious. Oh, no. Uh, Kiara. <laughs> that was oh, hilarious right. as well. I forgot about Also Kiara, an yeah. honorable mention for what I thought. When she's shaking her head no. When Bob's <laughs> explaining how they met. And she's like, no. <laughs> you, you do love those low-key moments that are really funny. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I think a yeah, funnier joke is a one-line joke that's just really good than a a whole bit or something. No, mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. But I remember you and, and only murders in the building season mm-hmm. three, you had a very low key funniest moment too. Yeah. Yeah. It's the joke <laughs> that you might miss. Is what I <laughs> yeah. Think is funny. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I know. I hear you. Have you ever seen arrested development? I've not. That's you really should. Has, um, Jason, J- Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah. That, you really I mean, should. That's, that's, that's the interesting series where they split like the last two seasons are owned by yeah, the well, Yeah. Netflix picked it up for the last season. Yeah. Not not the best oh. the, the last two seasons, but the first three seasons are gold. I've heard, like, heard, heard great things about them. Yeah. So but I think you would love it because it it's mostly jokes that you could easily miss. <laughs> and, and I think that's why it kind of didn't land with a lot of people because they kind of missed it. <laughs> so Yeah, I love those visual cue jokes where it's, you got you to be looking at it, you got to be paying attention to it. It's, yeah. it's just that a little, it's, it's just the way the character looks. Mm-hmm. The whole joke. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, this this episode was fantastic. It's, it's so good. You know, you take all your main characters, you put them in the same place at the same time, Oh, now you're cooking. Making a potato stew. <laughs> maybe, Except this is imposter syndrome. So Yeah. Yeah. That. But and and the, I mean the ending is just exciting. When you see Yo, I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting it. <laughs> yeah. It, it Brian it, it, 
Paul's hilarious in this episode. Oh my god, uh, he's so funny. He's high. He's so funny. He's, <laughs> him outside with Brian and Charlie, and actually trying to give them real advice. They're yes, stay vulnerable. Yes, that was another quote I thought about. Stay open, yeah. stay vulnerable. You'll always be able mm-hmm. to make a connection. Yeah. So, two two vulnerable people will always find a way to connect. Yeah. But there you go. Penalty. So so good. Well, let's get the last one then. Number one. You've probably been able to surmise it by now, listeners, <laughs> if you've kept track. But my top episode is Boop. Episode eight. Gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Sal, where is it for you? Uh, it's number four, but it, then it's not a knock on it. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, it uh, as far as I'm concerned, like I've got nine co-number ones and uh, and then a, a number 10. But like, I love this episode so much. This is a Zach Braff directed episode. It's so it is good. Zach Braff directed episode, which is funny that I gave it my top. Yes, <laughs> I know. But I First viewing... I agree there isn't as much, I still agree, there's not as much trauma in this as there are other episodes that are ranked higher, or not as higher than this, but what I love about it is it's got a very good job with the entire cast, right? We have the art show going on, mm-hmm. we have the rescue team going on for Alice, and we even have a bit with Alice. So it's yeah. a great amount of all the characters, and I think I think this is more hilarious than the ninth episode, Okay. <laughs> Don't go to that park, right? Summer. I think summer is hilarious when she goes, Come on, guys. I said no drugs. <laughs> they're bad. They're being, yeah, they're bad. They're trying to intimidate the, the college kid. Yeah, like, yeah. There's some really hilarious stuff that goes it on. It is. It's even, very funny. You know, even what goes on at the art show is pretty funny. Between Liz oh, and yeah. Gabby, hilarious. Yep. So, yeah. It's funny. You see a lot going on. We, we see Gabby kind of progressing. We kind of see Jimmy going over the other side and now it's him trying to be a parent but he's still you know he's not booping properly right and we see <laughs> it, 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 it by the way this episode actually i didn't even think about this fact it ages even better with how the oh. actually <laughs> ends. <laughs> yeah you didn't realize how better. pivotal the concept of boop was gonna be <laughs> yes it early on in the episode when he's explaining the concept to both us and um grace well actually it's grace that uses the term first oh you're right she says the word boo yeah she does yes yes you're right and yeah. then he just kind of uses it as a relation uh and then later just to see jimmy boo both brian and alice in a very mm-hmm. i've never seen a tv depiction of a parent having to um discipline their child in such a way where it's like an actual in-depth like the yeah. parent struggling i i've never been on that side of the equation yeah. To be honest, Mr. Sal, I've never had to discipline uh-huh. a kid, or at least my own kid, in a way where yeah. I have to feel bad about it afterwards. Yeah, it's it's so. not easy. And I do I love the last scene so much. And and the seeing him kind of sitting in there stewing in it. Um and act and that actually is so discount lookout kid, un- unconditional one lookout kid by arcade fire. That's my favorite song anyway. So discount that as a needle drop. Other than that song usage in this series, this song that is used in the grounding scene uh, and one other one from the pilot uh, are are my two favorite songs that I discovered from by, through Shrinking, through watching Shrinking. Uh, the song here is called Snap, and it's by Rosalyn. Uh-huh. And, I, well, man, I, I love this song. I've listened to it so much. And in episode one, it was uh, Spirits by the Stormbellas. But um, 
that usage was was fantastic. So I mentioned already with imposter syndrome, one thing you you can do if you really want to really make an awesome episode is put all your characters in the same place at the same time. Fantastic. The other thing, split them into two teams. So you can <laughs> <laughs> you'd spend a lot of quality time with all of them. And it worked out magnificently. Yeah, it did, it did. So, well, we liked the shrinking episodes for a whole in whole. Like yeah. I, I liked the season quite a bit. You liked it I even love, more. Potential Mount Rushmore candidate. Potential Mount Rushmore. It's 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 time left to tell. Time left yep. to tell. How many exactly. seasons will they all do well? But let's chat about the titles, Mr. Sal. All so right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with trying to guess what your worst title was. I'm feeling good about the titles. I do not feel good about the character superlatives at all. I did not enjoy making those. <laughs> but, but the titles I feel good about. Titles you feel good about. I what you I, I think you picked Wolf. As what are we talking about? Worst Best or title. worst? You picked that as worst. I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Um, I, because it's like, uh, I'll talk about it later because I think that you picked moving forward as your least favorite title because it's too general. Man, you're I not gonna, not, you're I not did, gonna remember anything about that episode by that title. I thought about it, I ended up going with oh, if I could properly do it, <laughs> I went with potatoes. Oh, you know what? I that was my other candidate for, <laughs> for a worst title because I, like, I don't I, think the potato was even that pivotal. It, was it wasn't kind of a joke. It, it wasn't. Uh, I, you know, another one I didn't actually write it here, but another one I think uh, that I would rank among the worst titles is Coin Flip. I don't really see that that was all that pivotal either, and it didn't help me remember the episode and, or anything. So, yeah. But Wolf was my least favorite. I, I, first of all, Jimmy misinterprets when Paul says Wolf. It does, he doesn't Wolf when he's mad at you. Wolf means more like oof or like he's overwhelmed, <laughs> not not mad. So that's the first thing. Second of all, I don't even remember if anybody said Wolf in this episode. They, Other, I remember in the beginning. I, remember, I think he says it one other time at least. I oh yeah yeah because I remember Jimmy said I hope he woofs at you. But and then when Gabby is late to pick him up, he does woof. He does woof. But anyway, no, that's that is not a good title. And potatoes, no, I agree. potatoes was. I mean, I liked the potatoes bit. I thought it was really funny. But it doesn't. Very little Not, <laughs> not the title bearing. of an episode. Yeah, no, certainly shouldn't be. So whatever. There's some stinkers there. Yeah. What What do you think's my? What I think's the oh, best it's, title? It's, it's boop. I think you said boop as well. <laughs> just Do you? Hey, you've, you've forgotten what I like in a title. You look at themes. What's the theme? <laughs> I, like the, I like the tour. I like the theme of the season, not just yeah. the episode. So my favorite title is obviously moving forward. Oh my god, that's <laughs> a generic title. I can't. Ah. <laughs> obviously yeah, moving forward uh my second but but boop is a close second and um 15 minutes is uh, another title i like I, a lot. I also uh, yeah 15 minutes is second place for me boop boop is something i'm gonna i'm gonna use in my day i know life. It's, it's, it's a good like it's a good explanation and it's a great one word thing for like boop that's, that's yep. good i'll tell you what when i saw that the title of that episode was boop all i could see was zach braff's character from scrubs uh jd like touching somebody's nose and going boop, like and that's all. I, and that, so I thought for sure that's what it was going to be, 
so when it wasn't yeah yeah when it wasn't i was like oh i do like this concept this is a cool concept it's a cool thing to kind of work into my regular vernacular um so i i really appreciate that title and it probably it probably would have been my favorite title if not for the fact that moving forward is such a great summary of the whole season yeah i love titles that work their way into my vernacular yes a la lost check it out even though i don't really say this (laughs) i say tabula rasa sometimes i never say added terno though (laughs) no but now i know what they mean so exactly uh you know look at my best and worst titles best boop worst potatoes they're kind of two sides of the same coin (laughs) kind of yes potential jokes or whatever but boop is a lot more relevant than potatoes because potatoes yeah very irrelevant yep Uh, (laughs) that's so moments and these we don't really guess for each other because there's too many too Too much going on too much (laughs) going on there's not very much point in trying well i'll 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 give my funniest moment first because i've already talked about how this the the third funniest moment of the season is jimmy practicing his Mm -hmm. speech with liz and brian the second funniest is gabby uh meeting julie at paul's house but the funniest moment mm-hmm. in the whole season very early on it's when De- derek tries to say hello to pam and liz <laughs> says no we don't like pam oh oh got it eat it pam <laughs> <laughs> that is classic i love it actually that that was there's there's a lot of really <laughs> even what we've been talking about like think of that Kiara yep. scene again there, there's yep. a lot of funny moments so i don't even know if this is the funniest moment but what i wrote down at least is gabby and jimmy explaining their intimacy to alice i thought that was hysterical Just <laughs> you did love a, that it's such a ridiculous yeah. predicament to be in like, what, <laughs> what, what parent has to explain their sex life to their kid <laughs> and then to such detail oh, yep. we were standing <laughs> listen <laughs> We were standing. <laughs> and to Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, so I, hilarious. Great, great execution on that. Speaking of, of uh, Gabby and Jimmy having sex, was that your most jaw-dropping moment? No. Oh, no, wow. my, my, mine is a bit chalk, actually. Grace pushing I, her husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I even wrote your chalk. Grace I actually pushing. forgot about that. <laughs> So I didn't. Even, I mean I, that I kinda, that is, that was up there. Uh, that is I, certainly up there. It's I think I, I think I memory hold it. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, and and Gabby and Jimmy hooking up was up there. Uh, but I I feel like there were moments early in the season where I was like, I wonder if these two are going to hook up at some point. And then I just totally, right. totally forgot about it, and when it actually happened. But for me, the most jaw dropping moment was when Paul goes into his award ceremony. That's not his award ceremony, but rather his grandson's musical i agree that that was really jaw drop yeah 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 uh that, that one just worked for me on so many levels so fair enough yeah. but mine yeah definitely a chalk answer here i wasn't freaking murder <laughs> no i know uh all right well how about our most emotional moments i've already told you the three most emotional moments to me but i i'll, I'll pick one of them if you want um yeah. The, to me, the most emotional moment is that that scrapbook. I, I lost my crap during that scrapbook scene because I mean I could see myself doing exactly that. Oh my god, it would be devastating. I don't think you'll like my most emotional moment. Probably not. But it, it's again because from my perspective of things, when Jimmy boops Alice, the, oh yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's emotional. It really it, is. It, it, it's him 
going back to being a parent. I, I I think what really gets me for that one is the the after is we see his perspective on being yep. worried for Alice. You know, he he gives his speech to Summer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Finally, gets Alice back. Paul explains to him how he has to you know reprimand her, ground yep. her. Yeah. And we even see from his perspective, you know, Alice says, oh, yeah, my bad, apologizes, says she won't do yeah. it again. Yeah. And they go through the beats of, like, an argument. She even and, and I'm glad you used the word months. beat because there is a beat there where, Jimmy, you can see it. He thinks about just letting it go, like, all right, she learned her lesson and we're good. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that he can't. Yeah, yeah. And they it ends with her declaring his or her declaring her hatred of him. Yeah, but he sticks to it, and he even kind of smirks a bit. So it's yeah, because he knows he did the right thing. But you know, as I, one of the things that's most emotional about it to me is as she leaves the room and says, "I effing hate you," he shouts back, well, "I effing love you." Like, and that's I think what I think it's the most important thing that like when I have to discipline my kids, which I really hate doing, but when I have to. Like I, like I really try to make sure that they know that it's coming from a place of love that like it's not because I am trying to hurt them that it's because I love them and they, they need to understand that this is something that they cannot ever do again mm-hmm. so anyway yeah it is emotional I, I don't disagree with you and a great song to go with it snap <laughs> <laughs> so a quote that will stick with me I I thought mm-hmm. about it. This this is the quote I ended up going with because I I've never really thought about things from this perspective, uh, and maybe I should have. I'm not quite sure. But the, the quote is is also from Boop. So clearly, this is why Boop's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> is this was all much easier when I was numb and not paying attention, but now I am. Oh, so I, I've never just the concept of numbing versus having to yeah. deal with it and get through the pain isn't something I think I've really made a connection until this series. So that okay. I, that is a that is a quote that will stick with me, which is That's numbing true. versus, I think Paul refers to it earlier. Yeah, you haven't even begun, begun to grieve. Yes. You're just numbing. Yeah. So, I, I could have maybe picked that, but I picked this version of it because it's in Boop. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Boop. Oh, man. So, so many things stick stick with me. Uh, I'm going to go through a whole bunch before I give you the one that I'm actually <laughs> landing on, because I want to say them all. So anyway, uh, there's there's a, the quote in Imposter Syndrome where Jimmy says to Gabby, prove it and prove that Tia still loved me and that she didn't hate me and despise me. And she says, how am I supposed to prove it? And he says, exactly. And the, that's the moment when I realized that he's he's stuck in more than grief over losing his wife. He's stuck in the uncertainty of not knowing how she actually felt about him and never ever being able to actually know. So that, that one was, uh, will stick with me. Uh, I, I hope that somebody, um, this is uh, something he says in episode one, and, and this is one of the most emotional scenes in the series in the season to me too, when he's talking to Sean about, you know, Sean, you can you can be happy. What makes you happy? And he says, I don't like to think about that. And then he tells him about Tia's death. And he says, I hope that someday I can remember her and not feel that way. And that that is really <laughs> tragic to think about. Um, and you wouldn't let me be miserable. The what he says yeah, to, to Brian. Brian, you wouldn't let me be miserable. Uh, that's all we get. But it was so fun with the scrapbook. But I think what the line that I love 
the most, the one that's really always going to stick with me, is, is a line that's always been with me because I've said it for years and years and years uh, as a personal philosophy of mine. And I, I was so excited to see it come up in this, uh, in this series. It's uh, if you want to help yourself, the best way to help yourself is by helping others. That's uh, part of Jimmy's speech. Tia said it. Isn't that kind of selfish? Yes. <laughs> sure is. I remember I had a, not really an argument, but just talking about like, isn't everything in a way selfish? <laughs> what is truly selfless? But that you know, yeah. kind of good. There, are, there are. I think I, I, I think there are selfless acts you can. Make, I think so but, too. I, I think you can get yeah. into semantics as to well, is yeah. it really selfless? Yes. Oh, that yes. No, that that is a very. I mean that. That is a good takeaway. Yeah. So my favorite musical ever is called Avenue Q. Um, I got to perform in it in a community theater production once. It was amazing. And the the last, uh, not the last song, but I think it's the penultimate song in the in the musical, is uh, the the chorus goes, "When you help out others, you can't help helping yourself." And it's about the selfishness of charity. <laughs> like everybody's out there, like trying to make other people feel better so that they can feel better mm -hmm. so and and that's i mean it, that's a satirical look at it but there there is something to that that when i've always felt like i feel worst when i don't have anybody else to shift my focus onto when i'm only allowed to focus on myself is when i feel the worst and so when i've when i have felt really bad in the past I, and I've been able to shift the focus to someone else uh, and help somebody else in the process. Uh, it, it takes the focus away from me and, and I do feel better about my own life, but uh, there, I do recognize the selfishness in that. So. No, I, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know. That kind of gets more philosophical. I feel like at that yeah, point, is it really does. selfish? I have a blah. Yeah. I don't know. So but anyway, so yeah, there you have it. All that's right, my well, favorite, the quote that'll stick with me the most. I'm glad we saw the moments, Mr. Style, but now we get to the character I superlatives. Wanna. I don't want I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the character superlatives. Uh, so what I showed first, I'll, I'll guess you first. Oh, man. I don't want to. Let's do, let's do baddest characters here. <laughs> okay. Baddest bone. All right. I think you said Donnie. Yeah, I think this is a really obvious one, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, I think you said Donnie, too. You got me spot on, Mr. I just, I just wasn't sure if you were going to allow no. Donnie, but having heard you guess it, no. like, there's now, nobody else. No, no. See, I, I would argue Grace. Because <laughs> she kills Donnie? Yes, because she kills Donnie. <laughs> I, I debated putting Grace here. but no, I, 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 I think Donnie, it's Donnie but... for sure. I, I, I definitely yeah, think it's Donnie. Yeah. I mean, you could argue Grace, because that was criminal, but I'm sure it looks like Donnie's done criminal things. I, Grace. I mean, yes, you could. I, I think that they could. There's a there's a world in which they spend some of season two, at least, focusing on the consequences of abuse. And, and certainly, like, backlash violence is a, is can be a consequence of abuse. And, and mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not into victim blaming, but dear Lord, I mean, if, if this wasn't a long time coming. I don't know what is. Definitely fair. I said I, he's, he's the baddest character for me, but I think me he could make an argument for Grace. So, okay. Now that I guessed the easy one, your turn to <sighs> down. Goodest character. <laughs> uh, I, 
I think you went Don't with... say Grace. <laughs> I'm not going to say Grace, no. I think you went with Gabby for the goodest character. Okay. Uh, I think you went with Liz. I did not go with Liz. I thought about going with Liz. Um, this one was not as hard as as some of the other ones for me. I ultimately went with Alice for this one. Ah, see, I... I'm curious to I went with Liz, but I'm curious okay. to Alice. I'll I'll give my argument for Liz first. Liz has shown a lot of selfless behavior. At mm-hmm. least what we might determine selfless or now it mm-hmm. might be coming from a selfish place because she wants to be a mother, total mother. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when characters are in their time of need, Liz is there for them. Sean, Jimmy, yeah. Alice, yeah. Gabby, even Paul. To yeah. an extent, yeah, yeah, raw dogs in a bit. So, <laughs> there's <laughs> so that, that, was funny. <laughs> that might be so. Uh, like, uh, so that, that's one of the one of the running jokes in the in the series, and I love it. That one, and it's just face, but I think just, I like the raw dogging one more. The raw dog, I was thinking more of that. Yeah, yeah, but this <laughs> just helps so many characters and. I mean, her biggest problem was she's too involved in Alice's life, and she backs off. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a problem for like the first three episodes. That's maybe. true. So that's I, true. I, 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 I'm so I'm interested as to how you're gonna put Alice well, over Liz. So, here. so, so the only, the only, the only uh, argument I'll make against Liz is she does say things to like to Sean. She's like, "Do you think anybody will pay me for like telling people how to live their lives?" Like, she, she does kind of get thrills out of. Uh-huh. sticking her nose in other people's business and, oh, and kind of and so I, I do think that there's and she knows it's wrong she knows she shouldn't and mm-hmm. she does it anyway and that's a, a key part of how i view goodest character versus baddest character if you if you see something you know i really shouldn't do this and you do it anyway then that kind of disqualifies you for being goodest character to me um alice on the other hand i think anything you could make an argument for that she's not the goodest character goodest character uh i could counter with but she's a teenager and like honestly <laughs> i hate that i don't like that honestly if my kids grew up to be that kind of teenager i'm going to be very grateful like that's i think her heart's always in the right place i think that she is handling something that a teenager shouldn't have to handle really well considering that uh you know what's the worst thing that she does she steals her father's car i mean okay without a license breaks the law (laughs) yeah okay she knows how to drive trust in the law yeah trust in the law i mean i guess that's the worst thing that she does but you know but at that point like she's been she has been rejected by this guy that she has a crush on she went to paul to to try to talk to him and he turned her away you know, she certainly isn't going to talk to her father about it. And so she she's really grasping at straws. She she doesn't and, and have... She, and she learned that Gabby and her father had sex. That's another big part That's right. That. That's right. That, that, I mean, that was a lot for her to handle all at once. And she, like I said, she did do the right thing. She tried to go talk to Paul about it. Because that's, I mean, that's what she should do. The, the, but... She got, you know, turned away by Paul, and so she acted out. And I think teenagers acting out is always going to happen. And if this is the worst that it gets, then wow, that's that's pretty good. I'll take it. 
for my kids. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't call Alice like a bad character, mm-hmm. or uh, she definitely is on the the good of the good spectrum. I just think Liz is a goodest character. I, I, and I think there's a there's a reasonable argument to be made there for Liz too. So, so. all right, well. In that case, Mr. Sal, most character growth. Who do I think <laughs> a series a series about character growth? Honestly, God, which one grew the most? So this would shockingly, shock. I mean, I wrote down a few character names, but shockingly, when I landed on the character I landed with, I went, "Do you know what? I like this choice. Like this is this is a sensible choice that I could back up. I, you could pick pretty much anybody, and it's a sensible choice in this. In this you series. can, but I think mine is the most sensible. Wow. Okay, that's a bold uh, claim. A bold claim, Kurt. I okay. think. Well, hold on. You, let me take a guess. Let me. T- oh, oh, you, oh, you're gonna take. You're gonna guess. I'm gonna guess you. But you just guessed right. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. You went with Jimmy. Okay. The main okay. character. Because he's the main character. Okay. He's the main character. Uh, I think that you're so proud of yourself because you didn't go with Jimmy. Yes. And uh, and I <laughs> and I think that you went with Sean. Mm. Mm. Good choice. Good choice. He was on my short list, but wrong one. Wrong <laughs> my short one. list is the whole character. All. Of <laughs> I, I you could tell them, but well, uh, before you tell me who you did, yes, I went with Jimmy because when <laughs> the first the first scene we get of him is he, he is has a bowl full of drugs at three a.m. He's doing with, the piano he, with with air pianos with sex workers. Uh, he's doing lines off of Mima's pictures, and we end with him giving a speech at his best friend's wedding about marriage. So I, I've, I've go ahead and try to beat that growth. Okay. So, so I hundred percent agree with you, right? Yeah. But yeah. The, here's the issue with that is that that was, he overcame that in about, we'll be generous two years time, right? His, his wife passed away. He went into a depression. A, year, a little over a year, a little over a year, right? Went yep. to a depression yes. and he got, he got out of it eventually, which is, great growth on that part right i'm not, I'm not doubting any of the growth like all the characters okay. growth. that's yes yeah you know, that, that you can't argue but what i will argue though is that i picked for this one my boy paul yeah that, that would have been my second guess for you okay. paul has had a lifetime <laughs> of of this problem of not being able to yeah. be vulnerable as he puts up with the women in his life not having a good relationship with his daughter right in yep. dealing we don't know how long he's had parkinson's for but presumably longer than jimmy's um, I, I'm presuming longer than when Tia died, but that doesn't even matter to the point. Right. Just the fact he's in a strange relationship with his daughter yep. Yep. and him being able to mend that is a bigger growth to me because he has dealt so long of his life not being able to. Mm-hmm. It is it, it basically has the longest standing problem <laughs> than any other uh, character. And that and is why I with the Paul. Sean, it is not easy my, to, my to heal. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Sean, Sean's a great pick by the way but <laughs> i really seriously thought about saying sean here but getting back to paul for a minute like it is not easy to heal a relationship uh, with a with a child or parent it is really not easy there's just so much history to compensate for mm-hmm. it is very hard and it cannot be done instantaneously it, it, it has to be, and this will be very gradual. Like what what Paul has done here is a first step. There's a lot more work to do, so we got to put in the work, Mister. That's right, put in the work. In the but Sean, I really seriously thought about picking Sean because when you think that you know he was arrested for beating a guy nearly to death, 
and now he's starting his own catering business and hasn't had an incident like that in a quite a long time. He's saying things like in Boop, he's saying, I'll be back in five, maybe 10. Like he, he recognizes when he needs a break from something because it's going to set him off. So yeah. yeah, I I think he's made a lot of progress. I I think I think for me it would go Paul, Sean, then Jimmy. Really, I think so. Yeah, doing lines off of Mima's picture. <laughs> listen, it, it was just it, listen. It, you might argue Nadir's lower, but it it's I don't say temporary, but it, it, it's a shorter term thing, right? That that wasn't like his baseline for as long as it was. Sean's and Paul's problem were you know lifetimes worth of you know like sean got it from his time in the military some ptsd how old is sean though 22 23 yeah his might be for like i don't know how many years i don't know how long but i feel that it's more to his i I feel like it's been a longer term problem for sean that he hasn't been able to fix yet jimmy fixed it rather quickly Mm -hmm. now jimmy i might have given him higher character growth if he was in his depressive state for longer well he was for a year i mean now says multiple times you know, you've been gone for a, you've been checked out for a year. Yeah, yeah, he was so, gone for a year. But I think the other characters had it. Oh, obviously, Paul has Sean. Sean, Sean, you're right. It's kind of hard to, to tell. <laughs> yeah, you know, when when yeah. it is versus what. But well, here's what I think. I think you're just trying to be cute and contrarian by picking Paul. You I'm know, it's actually to, Jimmy. I'm not trying. To, I'm not. No, trying it's to be Jimmy. Contrarian. No, yes, you no. are. Okay, fine. I'm Let's not. move on to the next one then. <laughs> I'm not trying to be cute and contrary, and I think well, anyway. <laughs> it's your guess you know. here, Mr. Sal. You know, biggest turn on character. Biggest turn on character. This I, is listen, hard. J- I, like, oh. I, I don't know that there's any, but oh, go ahead. Did you, so you want to? No, no, no. no, no we'll, we'll move on. We'll, we'll right. move on. I, I agree. He has character growth. Okay. <laughs> a lot of character growth. All right. I, I don't know that there was anybody that you that that either one of us really. Like didn't like and then we suddenly liked or really liked and then we suddenly didn't like. I don't think there's anybody even that we were kind of indifferent toward and ended up kind of loving. Uh, I guess for you, you mentioned that like you felt like episode four was Gabby's coming out party. And so uh, three, was it? No, it was potatoes, wasn't it? Also, episode three was 15 minutes. I, I, I think you said it was potatoes. Oh, man, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because uh, potatoes is the episode where uh, with the divorce party and whatnot. Yeah, then that that would be yeah. No, that is the right. One to, so I I yeah, think that right, you right. I think for for you Gabby went from being uh, just kind of a minor side character to someone that you actually cared about. So I'll say Gabby for you. And for you, I think uh, Liz went from an antagonist to Jimmy to their their friends. So I think you said Liz. Okay, I did not say Liz because I Liz is someone that I loved from the very first episode. I thought she was hilarious. I thought this is someone, an actress that I knew, uh, that I really liked in others from Scrubs, and and I was so Liz to me was was pretty consistently on my radar as as a, as a love candidate, but um, not love candidate, a love character, uh, someone I love. Um, for me, I picked, and and this is, I mean, this is a stretch because really, I don't think there's anybody on this show that I did a major switch on. but I, So I picked someone that I did a big switch on from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. Um, Ryan's dad or but, something? But it, but it was the first episode. I went wow. with Sean because when we first meet Sean... That's true. He's just uh, a patient. And then he kinda... he's, just, 
Yeah, he's just a patient and, a, and not one that I really connected with because um, I've never been in a bar fight. <laughs> but but once you got to know him a little bit more and understand his anger issues uh, that he has, I mean, I've struggled with anger issues at times um, and see his relationship with, with Jimmy grow and see how uh, his character grows. Uh, I, Sean was someone that I, I felt like I wanted – he was he became someone that i rooted for so hard uh by the end of it and at the beginning i he was just kind of like all right this is like the mechanism where jimmy's going to tell his story i guess yeah that's fair i mean mm-hmm. I, I i went with gabby you got me right yeah that reason which was yeah. i didn't hate gabby or anything but i just thought yeah. oh yeah so the employees are jimmy sean and the other person that works there maybe jokes we're not gonna learn that much about it. she's just the other co-worker but now mm-hmm. i mean she becomes a very pivotal main character so yep. yeah nominated so, for an emmy yeah no definitely i i remember you mentioned that when you were sort of watching it. i'm like <laughs> really i'm like i know kinda, <laughs> i know i mean she's funny but yep. she's not really like i don't know <laughs> it's not much yeah, to her right now I know. No, I get it. And, and I felt the same way early on, but by the end of the season, I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely see this. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised that Harrison Ford did not get nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think he was deserving, first of all, and second of all, like, such a big name. <laughs> and this was, to me, it felt like a big departure for Harrison Ford. This is not a typical Harrison Ford role. Well, let's get to the most entertaining character. All right. Uh, your turn to guess me first, right? Yes, yes, yes. I think you felt that Jimmy was the most entertaining character. You don't normally like putting two votes, but you've got to say Jimmy's the most entertaining. He's you, okay. and you think you're interested. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, for you, uh, I'm wondering if you went with Derek here, or if, if Derek is too small a character for you. Uh, you I mean, I think there's a chance you went with Paul, too, but uh you could have said jimmy have you said jimmy for anything yet no huh that's a possibility maybe you said jimmy you also could have said brian i think that's someone that definitely was on your radar uh i'm i'm gonna say you what you said jimmy you got me right I did all right jimmy. all right I did not get uh, you right though. You never you know, played doubles now. Yeah. I did not say Jimmy for for the most entertaining character. It was a two way tie, no three way tie for me, uh, but not. I I did end up landing on one. I I will commit to one, but I will tell you that the three characters I seriously considered putting here were uh, Gabby, and Brian, and Liz, and mm-hmm. I I went with Liz. I just consistently every time she. Funny was on screen saying anything. I just loved her. This is I, part I of what these characters are perlatives, is that there yeah. is, there's a lot of, like, all the characters are super funny. And they're all, oh, yeah. Like, all yes. of them are really funny. Yep. <laughs> all the main characters are super hilarious. All of them yep. have a lot of character growth. Yep. Uh, and then, like I said, the, the turn, it was kind of a wash. I mean, not a wash, but it's not like the traditional... We dislike someone, we liked them, we liked them, we disliked them. It's more right. didn't anticipate what they'd turn into. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of great characters for this series. But yep. Michelle, who do I think is the most interesting character? Most interesting character for you. All right. Um, 
Oh, wait, did, did you guess first last time? No, I you okay. guessed me. All right, so okay. I have to guess you. Uh, you the most. Let's think here. So if I'm thinking about the main characters, I don't think you said Liz, and I don't think you said Sean, and I don't think you said Alice. Um, I think. Uh, I don't think you said Brian either. So I think it's. I think you said somebody who works in that office. Um, I don't think you said Gabby. I think it's down to Paul or Jimmy again. Uh, I, I think you said Jimmy. Okay. Uh, you don't like doing repeats, so I can already eliminate Alice, Donnie, Jimmy, Sean, and Liz from the list. Oh, it's Donnie. The calculator spit out Paul. I think he put Paul, just because he's got a depth of knowledge behind him. And Boy. He always says the right thing. You put a lot of stock in my priors. Uh, no, I did say Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I, I put Paul. I, oh, did you put Paul? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I had it narrowed down to Paul and Jimmy. So I, I was. Yeah, no, you had it narrowed yeah, down. I thought, yeah. I thought you were going to get me. <laughs> but no, I, I said Jimmy. See, I, again, I think you're just being cute and contrarian again with Paul. Uh, this is. <laughs> Go on. This is Jimmy's series, man. Like it, he's it a is. great character, and he's so interesting. Okay, oh, no. He, here's what I'll say: If this series was central, first of all, Harrison Ford is on the poster as well. All right, so let's not get, let's, <laughs> let's not let's not like let's not pretend it's not called okay. the show. It's called Shrinking. Okay, and the the poster has two therapists on there. One being Paul. So first and foremost, right. second most. If this was a Paul, more Paul-centric TV series, mm-hmm. I would probably have Jimmy as my most interesting. What makes Paul more interesting is his like mystique. You, you know don't I mean? know as much about him. Yeah, yeah you don't know as much about him, and he just has these insights. You know, he'll just he, basically he dispenses wisdom uh-huh. that Jimmy then gets to hear, and it's always bangers like that. And so that's why <laughs> I give Paul most interesting. You know. <laughs> oh man, uh, I. I mean, so much of why I picked Jimmy is because he's so much like me. So, so it's like I'm really interested in seeing someone portray me on TV. <laughs> so that's interesting. Uh, second of all, uh, he's he starts the season doing something interesting by like going rogue on his becoming a psychological vigilante. Uh, but he's he's also got a lot of. He's got a lot of roles that he's playing. He's, you know, he's a therapist. He's a, a father. He's a grieving husband. He's trying to be his best friend's uh, wedding ceremony officiant. Uh, he's developing a new relationship with Gabby. Like he's just got so much going on, and the the way that he emotes and the way that he processes and the way that he feels and the way he reacts to stuff is just like so compelling to me so yeah i, I went with jimmy but uh, but yeah, all that I stuff that i said it can can you can listen to it or not i mean i i was always gonna go with jimmy <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just being a contrarian with Paul. you are just being yeah. a contrarian yeah it's too cute by half <laughs> well <laughs> that's the recap mr sal that's it at, at least in terms almost of almost well Almost the recap. There's one more thing you wanted to do, right? I know there is, but I I'll put that after the ending, just because in case people don't want to stick around for that. I, I do okay. want to chat about the two series that are coming out now. So yeah. after this drops next week, we're going to be having uh, bodies and two uh, 
Oh, okay, first of all, we're covering two series now, starting next yeah. week. Yeah, bodies... fo- focus on bodies for a minute, and then we'll we'll get to the other one. Okay, so we're starting bodies that'll be dropping on Tuesdays. And bodies has been out on Netflix for about a month at this point. Yes, when you're, if you're so. listening to this when it drops, it's been out for about a month. Uh, we're going to release our coverage now. It's a, it's a not really a murder mystery, more of like a true detective thing. I've never seen that? True Detective. Either. So I, I, don't no think, I don't think I don't think True Detective is a murder mystery per se. I it, don't know. It's, it, it's four different detectives investigating what seems to be the same murder across different um, times, like a span of 150 years. Yes, we, we got we got 1890, 1941, 2023, and 2053. I think. Yep, that's right. So, and that's the whole concept for it. So, uh, there's not much more into it. We've only seen the first episode, so. I can't even really spoil much to you. So check that out. Um, and we'll be covering that week to week. Also starting next week for Saturday releases will be a murder at the end of the world. Uh, we're actually going to be dropping the first two episodes since they're dropping the first two episodes next week. Uh, and then henceforth, we'll be going week to week with them. And that is more in the elk of only murders in the building where it's a murder mystery, right? But, but not, not a, a comedy. comedy. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. a comedy though. So yeah. Can we figure out who done it? We'll have to see. It, yeah, it's all, how it's, it, it's, how it pans out. Zal Batmanjil and uh, Brent Marling, the team behind the creative team behind the OA on Netflix. If you ever saw that, uh, Brent Marling is also in it. Clive Owen is in it. It's, it looks looks really interesting. Certainly, I, I look forward to it. So be on the lookout for that. Both of those are coming out next week. Now, Mr. Sal, uh, let's let's see about this quiz, right? I'm I'm excited. I don't think I've ever given you a quiz. No, oh, I mean, just who said it? But no, that's not a quiz. That's a game show. This is a quiz. This, these are multiple choice questions. All right. So I will read you the question. Do, Let me read out all the responses, and then you may. Can I guess answer. before you give me any choices? No, can that I... is rude. That, and that is you probably trying to showboat. You'll just embarrass yourself. Trust me. I would like to showboat, please. Well, you no, because that that is unfair <laughs> to the listeners. Right? You'll make them feel bad about themselves. So you must let me read out all the answers before uh-huh. you answer any questions. All and right, honestly, but you're just making honestly, it easier for me. I am, but honestly, I think you need it. <laughs> okay. I think you need it. All right. I don't. I don't want you. I. It's kind of a term. It's called overheating when you're feeling too <laughs> hot that you're you, you can do it. So you, you kind of overextend yourself. And you get burned for it, right? So I don't want you to overheat. Okay. So let's... I appreciate your concern for my well-being. No problem. So we'll start off. There's 10 questions, okay? So I think for a passing grade here, you need to get all 10 right. What? That you've seen the series. I want to see a perfect score. <laughs> oh, I want to see a. I want to see a perfect score. Oh you. my god! If you, just to show that you see the series. Otherwise, you're setting I'm, me I'm, up for failure. No. You, if you get one wrong, you'll set yourself up for failure. But if you get them all right, you'll be good to go. For for reference, um, oh, not for reference. Sorry. Just if if you don't get all of them right, I'm just going to presume the fact that you did not watch the entire series. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to you want to uh, give credit to whoever you're getting this quiz yes, from? Yes, I am. I am. So this is from ProProfs.com. It's a uh, under the quiz category, and then television, TV shows, shrinking TV series, trivia quiz, written by Nia Nicholson. Okay. All right. All right. Hit me, Nia. Question one: On which streaming service was this TV series released? A. Netflix. B. Disney Plus. C. Apple TV. D. All of the above. It's Apple TV. 
Correct, Mr. I did Sal. not. Ding, I ding, did ding, not ding. need the choices for that. <laughs> no, see, we got to read out the choices. Don't want people feeling bad, Mr. Sal. All right, okay. you gotta, I do. I do want people feeling bad. It makes me no, feel better no. about myself. <laughs> no, no, no. Schadenfreude. Don't want that. <laughs> Number two. What is the genre of the series? A. Sci-fi. B. Horror. C. Comedy. Drama. D. Fantasy. Let's see, comedy drama. Correct, Mister <laughs> Sal. Ding, ding, ding. Wow, so far so good. I'm afraid to like give a a fake wrong answer because that's what no. I, really I will. Want to I will do. jump on it. No, I know you will. I won't do it. Imagine if someone gave a wrong answer on a quiz or a test. You know what you do, Mister Sal? You mark that stuff wrong. You don't laugh okay. about it. You mark it wrong. Okay, that's what that's what you got to do. So, fair enough. Which actor played the role of Jimmy Laird? A. Jason Siegel, B. Brett Goldstein, C. Bill Lawrence, D. Luke Tenney. <laughs> a. Jason Siegel. Correct, Mister Sal. <laughs> Good job. Number but fun four. fact about B. Brett Goldstein: he was the co-creator of the series. Mm, that wasn't a question. <laughs> Not a question, but I'm well, so, please refrain. Anyway. Please, please refrain from. <laughs> From making comments that are not related at all to the questions at hand. <laughs> he was, he was right in the right, Go ahead. What was the profession of Jimmy Laird? He was an entrepreneur. He or A, he was an entrepreneur. B, he was a therapist. C, he was an actor. D, he was jobless. B, therapist. Correct. This, is boring. this would be so much more interesting <laughs> if they didn't give me the choices. But what do you mean, Mr. Sal? <laughs> I think you need the choices. Okay. Okay. Listen, this one's a bit of a toughie. Oh. So you might need the choices for this one. Who was Jimmy's best friend? A. Brian. <laughs> B. Shad. C. Alice. D. Liz. A. Brian. Correct. <laughs> oh, you're doing so well, Mr. Sal. We're halfway oh, through. We're halfway so through. So Five proud. more, and you've proven you've watched the series. <laughs> Six is just a true-false statement. Okay. So true or false, Brian was a lawyer. True. Correct. <laughs> I like how they're using the past tense in these questions. <laughs> the series I'll, is I'll have a comment to make about this quiz after the fact. Okay. Seven. How many seasons does this series have? A1, B2, C3, D4. Well, now they're using the present tense, but I'm, I'm so I'm going to say one A, but Correct. there is a second going, but there is a second one coming. So oh, hopefully they update this quiz. Yeah. But please refrain from outside information that is not pertinent. It is pertinent. That mm-hmm. was pertinent. <laughs> one season. <laughs> no need to talk about season 2. <laughs> 8. All of its episodes were released on a weekly basis. True or false? Oh, crap. We didn't watch it when it came out. (laughs) Uh, I know eventually they were released on a weekly basis, but it's possible that they dropped like two or three to start with. I'll say that's true. They were all released on a weekly basis. Uh, uh, False. Oh, no. Now, see, I'll make the comment now, which is, I think this is a bot-generated quiz, Mr. Sal. <laughs> each, of the, each of the correct answers have an explanation, but the explanations are, like, at times, very confusing. So, for example, okay. for example I'll, 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 I'll give you an example, and I'll give you one for this one. Um, Brian was a lawyer. Yeah. Okay? That was the question, true or false? The correct yeah. answer is true. The explanation yeah. reads, the given statement states that Brian was a lawyer. Since there is no contradictory information provided, we can assume that the statement is true. Like wow. what? 
What? Wow. Nothing about the Siri. What? It just it, it seems to me that, like it's generated. Wow, that's rough. <laughs> so, yeah. so eight, right? All episodes are released on a weekly basis. B, yeah. false. The explanation is the statement, all its episodes were released on a weekly basis, suggests that the episodes of the show were released every week. However, the correct answer is false, indicating that the statement is not true. This implies that episodes of the show were not released on a weekly basis, possibly indicating a different release schedule, such as daily, monthly, or irregular intervals. So what it's, the heck? So the explanation uses the answer as proof, and then gives a recommendation of maybe a release daily, monthly, or irregular intervals. So oh I... God. So... Take that answer with a grain of salt. I'm assuming that the release, maybe, the first you know, two, the first two were released on the same day. All right, yeah. That's what I'm looking right now. But and... the, the explanations of these are hilarious, though. Yeah, <laughs> because it's that just, is really funny. They're they're not series related whatsoever. No, <laughs> they're just kind yeah. of yeah. So uh, it was weekly after the first two, but the first mm-hmm. two were on the same day. Well, I don't know if you've seen Appar- the series, then. Mr. Apparently, Bell. I haven't seen the series. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't see it as it was dropping. Well, <laughs> eh, clearly not. Let's even get the last two because these All these right. could be toughies for you, especially if you got that one wrong. And that was a a fifty fifty. If you were, guessing. I know. Who was Alice? A. Jimmy's fiance. B. Jimmy's teenage daughter. C. Jimmy's mother. D. Jimmy's fellow therapist. B. Jimmy's daughter. Correct. The correct answer is Jimmy's teenage daughter because the question asks about Alice's identity in relation to Jimmy. And out of all the options given, the only one that fits the description is Jimmy's teenage daughter. <laughs> the explanations are so funny. <laughs> That's great. That Actually, this great. one has the best explanation, this last one. But all right. which disease does what? Oh, sorry. Which disease was Dr. Paul Rhodes suffering from? A, cardiovascular disease. B, conjunctivitis. Conjunctivitis? Yes, thank you, that one. (laughs) C, pink eye. Pink eye. C, Parkinson's disease. D, stroke. (laughs) C, Parkinson's. (laughs) How does he have the disease called stroke? Is it a stroke like an event? It's an event, yeah. (laughs) Which disease was he suffering from? Stroke. Oh, man. And you're correct. It was Parkinson's. Explanation, Dr. Paul Rhodes was suffering from Parkinson's disease. Fair enough. That is actually, I I guess, an explanation. (laughs) Better than the other ones. Yes. So the only one I got wrong was the one that I really didn't experience. So... Well, I don't know if you really watched the series then, Mr. Sal, but... I think that's a fair assessment based on how easy those questions were other than that one. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed the quiz, Mr. Sal. I did. And the I did. Uh, that's, that's it for the recap. It's kind of a long one, but it was a good series. We had a lot to say on it. Um, we already talked about what's coming up next week, so please check out Bodies and uh, A Murder at the End of the World. I implore you to check those series out. Very excited to be covering them. Uh, just to quickly, I guess, recommend some stuff in the back catalog. Uh, we've covered all three seasons that are out right now for only murders in the building. We did the first two seasons of White Lotus, waiting on season three. Uh, we did season one of The Old Man, waiting on season two. We did season one of Outer Range, also waiting on season two. And we did the first season of The Last of Us, waiting on season two. So if you're, you know, you want to keep some current series, we've got some in the back catalog that you can watch. Get ready for when yep. they drop. We'll be there. We'll hop right over there because we're <laughs> show hoppers, Mr. Sal. That's right. And thank you for listening. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.